It is Wednesday, January 25th, and I am your host, Bling. Let's get into some AP News headlines, shall we? Police recover Guardian's manager Francona's stolen scooter. Cleveland AP, the case of the stolen scooter has been solved. Cleveland police recovered Guardian's manager Terry Francona's beloved two-wheeled ride on Tuesday night after it was swiped from outside his downtown apartment this past weekend. A team spokesperson, spokesman, said police located the scooter and arrangements were being made for Francona to pick it up Wednesday. The scooter was being stored with the Cleveland Police Traffic Unit motorcycles. Hell yeah. That's got to be pretty cool. Francona, who was named um, uh, American League Manager of the Year last season, I think, AL Manager, has been riding a scooter from his residence to Progressive Field for years. Freaking years, man. You can't do that. You can't steal someone's scooter who's been doing that because they know who the scooter is. Earlier police spokeswoman, Sergeant Jennifer Chia Sia, Chia Sia, said detectives were checking surveillance video in the area. The, well, Tito, okay, it's common to see Francona, known as Tito, Waving to fans as he zips, zips, zipping around that city. Boy, do I know what that's like on those scooters, those electric scooters. Yeah, he's always just like, "What's up, everyone?" Neat, neat. And that's cool, man. What a cool uh, manager, Francona, Tito. There's Tito, and he's just like, "Oh, meh, meh. wow." No, those scooters are slow. It's more like, <laughs> like that. It's not fast, like a fast. It's not very fast. That was the scooter sound. That wasn't. <laughs> That's how scooter sounds. Not wah, wah, wah. Doesn't sound like that. Doing like... Those motorcycles can go fast, dude. And I can only imagine like the adrenaline to have like a cop turn its lights on and just be like, all right, well, it's time to go now and just like punch it and just see how fast you can go. Those guys go so fast. Just, they go so fast, so fast. Bootstraps, bootstraps. And if I could have the, like, courage to ride one of those things and go that fast, oh, my gosh. I need skill first. I'd be riding those things forever if I try and go that fast. But I'd probably try and go that fast the first day. Look at how fast it goes. make this bike go. Crash. Die. I'm in my wildest dreams. Yeah, if we're all so lucky. At spring training in 2015, his ride was damaged when a team employee cra- yep, crashed it during a promotional shoot in Arizona. Time for Kona joked that his scooter was on the disabled list. <laughs> yeah, man, that scooter's on the disabled list still. Two-time World Series winner with Boston, Francona has spent 10 seasons with Cleveland. He was named the uh, top manager, Guardians 92 wins, division title 22. Health problems, 2023 season. Well, they found it, I guess. I guess pick it up with the freaking other police bikes. Uh, if you're going to go to the police station, that's a good reason to go pick up your scooter and not stay too long. But it sounds like he's pretty well known, so the police probably aren't going to freaking bust his ass for anything stupid. Because then they, the police would get in trouble. They'd be like, what did you guys get Francona for? Tito for? And the guy is the open container. Take the remove that. Don't do that. Willie Nelson to celebrate 90th birthday at All-Star Concert. Where are we at on time? Freaking time. Busy, busy, busy. We're still good on time. Nashville, Tennessee... Texas troubadour Willie Nelson will celebrate his 90th birthday with his friends and family at an all-star two-day concert at the Hollywood Bowl this April. 
The Grammy-winning country icon's milestone birthday party will take place on April 29th through the 30th and feature Nelson and dozens of performers including Neil Young, Chris Stapleton, Lyle Lovett, Miranda Lambert, Roseanne Cash, Snoop Dogg, The Chicks, Casey Musgraves, and many more. The Grammy-winning country icon's milestone birthday party will take place on April 29th to the 30th and feature Nelson and dozens of performers, including Neil Young, Chris Stapleton, Lyle, Love It, Miranda Lillard, Chris Cash, Snoop Dogg, The Chicks, Kids Broken Cars, and many more. Guitar Center. This weekend, this Memorial Day weekend, this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend over only at Guitar Center. Get all the guitars for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. We're giving guitars away this weekend only, only at Guitar Center. You don't want to miss it. Can we get an airplane sound? Thanks, sound. He's already on it. He was already on it. Man, the sound effects guy here is the best. If you can, if you can find a leaf blower, would you mind getting that sound in here, please? Or a... Um, lawnmower, one of the two, leaf blower, lawnmower. This weekend, Grammy-winning country icons, milestone birthday party, Neil Young, Chris Stapleton, Lyle Lovett, Miranda Lambert, Lorlan Cash, Snoop Dogg, The Chicks, Casey Musgraves, and many more. Six decades into his career, the singer, songwriter, author, and activist is still going strong with a new album, I Don't Know a Thing About Love. Coming in March and a five percent five excuse correction coming in March and a five part documentary premiering at the Sundance Film Festival. He's also nominated for four Grammys this year. Some of his biggest hits include "On the Road Again," "Crazy," and "Funny How Time Slips Away." It is funny how time slips away. Additional performers include Nora Jones, Tom Jones, Tyler Childers. Warren Haynes, Ziggy Marley, Sturgill Simpson, Allison Russell, Beck, Bobby Ware, Weir, Charlie Crockett, and lots of people, Margot Price, but uh, Nora Jones, really? Cheryl Crow. Yeah, man. The Avid Brothers, the Lumineers, and Nelson's Sons. I, no, I would love to see Nora Jones and... Um, I'd probably go get a drink or take a break during Beck. I might come back and see some other people, but I'm not sure. I'd probably go see just Nora Jones. Cheryl Crow, maybe, maybe, yeah. Probably Cheryl Crow just to see her. I'm not, no, yeah, I don't know. Avid Brothers. Then you get um, the the Bacon Brothers in there. Yeah, you get, um, that's where they messed up. I'd probably go through the whole thing if they had... Kevin Bacon, the Bacon Brothers, Kevin Bacon, 7 degrees, 180 degrees of Kevin Bacon, 90 degrees of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is related to everyone in the world. Searchers find second hiker in an area where Julian Sands missing. This is interesting. Where are we on freaking time here? Foul mood again. Searchers find second hiker in an area where Julian Sands missing. Supper's ready. Come and get it. 
San Bernardino, California, AP rescue personnel in California found a 75-year-old hiker was lost on the same snow-covered mountain where actor Julian Sands is missing. NBC LA captured images of Xinjiang of North Hollywood being loaded into an ambulance Tuesday afternoon. He had a leg injury and some weather-related injuries, but was able to walk with assistance and was taken to a hospital the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department said. His condition was not immediately known. The Sheriff's Department launched the search after Zhang didn't return from a hike Sunday on a 10,064-foot, 3,068-meters Sweden. Mount Baldy did not return. Zhang carpooled to the mountain with two others and made plans to meet them at the vehicle at 2 p.m., but Zhang did not return. The Sheriff's Department said rescuers unsuccessfully continued searching for Sands, Oh, man, they're just like, well, while we're out here, let's look for that other guy, too. Helicopters and drones continue to use, yeah, for any signs of sands. Crews began looking for him on the highest peak in the San Gabriel Mountains, about 40 miles northeast of downtown Los Angeles. So that's 64 kilometers, Sweden. No, Sweden, Sweden, my schwanz. Are we out of time on the first segment still? I still got a freaking minute. Sweden, my schwanz. My schwanz. My schwanz. No evidence of his current location has been discovered. The search will continue the weather and ground conditions permitting the sheriff's purposes. Well, yeah, I guess if they're out there just making sure people are safe to begin with, and they're not getting people, you know, popping people for open containers, then, um, yeah, good on them, you know? But if they're just there giving people tickets, then they don't, they're not looking for helping anybody. Uh, one fell. Yeah, British romance. It's a sad story. Because I like... This up is ready. And he seems, he seems really, like, concerned and also intrigued when they're like, you got a spider there? In that you have a spider where you're living. And, like, the whole movie makes sense from start to finish in arachnophobia. It, it really, like, the movie starts, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to do an arach... Uh, Julian Sands, a tribute to Julian Sands. Yeah, here we go. And this is, I haven't watched this movie for some time now, okay? Well, just a few, yeah, probably a few years. Here's a little something about arachnophobia that a lot of people don't know. Julian Sands is in it. In the very beginning, it makes sense because they go to South America. They get these leaf blowers filled with smoke and like insecticide or just some sort of um, toxin. Start these leaf blowers up, spray the smoke around, and then they just wait. It's just a little square in the Brazilian rain or just South American rainforest. I forget where exactly. Um, maybe Central America even, but a rainforest out there, and all these animals start falling, butterflies, um, just big bugs, but there's also a giant freaking spider that they catch. Well, you know, it's nothing too extraordinary, right? They just discover some new animals and new insects and bugs and stuff and whatever. But one of these spiders is so deadly that it kills the photographer, Whoa, whoa, no! Oh, no, freaking... Proteus, I had, yeah. So I had a drop, I dropped something. <laughs> that, that was my fault, sorry. What are we talking about again? I didn't mean to, I, I'm sorry for almost burning the place down. Do you guys want to talk about arachnophobia some more? Or, whoops. Whoop, whoa! What? Proteus man, yeah.
So they go into this jungle and they hit these spots, all these bugs, kills the photographer. The the spider comes inside of the coffin and basically feeds on the photographer the entire time. It goes from on the plane, the dead body, the corpse, from wherever, the jungles, to just the United States. Feeding on them the whole time. They have a funeral for them. Guess what? When they open the coffin, the spider gets out. And the guy, the 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 coroner uh, over at the morgue, the coroner, whatever, the, the person, yeah. The creep that does the freaking, the, whatever, the, yeah. The dead people. Who works with dead people. He prepares them for freaking burial. He's like, all done. He's like, well, I don't know what kind of practices they have down there, but this is not, we can't do an open casket here. He's, but that's because they did it just fine. It was preserved. The body was preserved. It was because the spider was feeding on this dead body the entire time. And then it comes there and it's all healthy. And in the, the egg sack, all these eggs hatch. And you got these freaking super, it mates, it's a hybrid of spiders. So you, what you have are like worker, like Jillian Sanson, worker bees, social, you have worker bees, worker ants, you social animals, they work together. I don't know if he says you social, but you guys can, you know, just that's, you guys, toxicognaths, you social animals, uh, pedipalps. You guys know those front parts of the spider? The front parts of the spider that look like little, um, Look like little antennae almost. Pedipalps is what they're called. Pedipalps. Cleanse reptiles. Um, John Goodman's in the movie as an exterminator. Probably one of his best roles, if not his best freaking role. Played perfectly as Dil- Dilbert. Or, yeah, Dilbert. <laughs> he just checks behind the, to- the, the bath the bathroom and there's a spider and he's where the spider like dodges where the he worries like the spider actually dodges where john goodman's putting his hands and he goes there's no spiders here <laughs> and he sits on the toilet uh and starts just like yeah i checked there's no spiders here like there's just a giant spider right there that's how sad that's how the movie is but yeah in the end you know it ends up being they and in the end, yeah, spoiler alert for arachnophobia, they move from there. They're like, Yeah, we're done with this city life BS. We're going to the or the freaking country life. We're done with the country life. These spiders are too much for us. We go we're going to San Francisco. They end up going to San Francisco. Uh guess what happens when they start going to bed? Having a little bottle of wine, have unwinding. It's got moved in. I'll tell you what happens. There's an earthquake. And there's like, gosh, here we go again. <laughs> and that's Money Signs Sky Master 5. Money Signs Sky Master and number 5. All donations can be made to Money Signs Sky Master 5. Money Signs Sky Master and the number 5. Um, Bling Vieira, Venmo, if you want to. You guys are the coolest, though. Now what do you want to talk about? Should I just start riding that bike around? Zipping the, I mean, I had enough of uh, my talking good movie sans julian sans is a 
an excellent, excellent uh, artist, actor. Sands has worked consistently in decades since with smaller roles in film and television. But we're... Uh, 1989's Warlock, 1990's Arachnophobia, 1991's Naked Lunch, 93's Box in Helena, and Leaving Las Vegas in 95. Okay, who has these huge freaking movies? Actually, I only heard of an Arachnophobia. <clears throat> Amazon launches a subscription prescription drug service. Might skip this one. The Giants said Tuesday will launch RX Pass. A subscription service for customers who have Prime memberships. Amazon said people will pay $5 a month to fill as many prescriptions as they need from a list of about 50 genetic medications, which are generally cheaper versions of brand-name drugs. We said the, flea, fat, the fat fee, the flat fee, could cover a list of medications like the antibiotic moxicillin, the inflammatory drug naproxen, napro, naproxen, <clears throat> Sildenafil, Sildenafil also made the list. It's used to treat erectile... Ooh, baby. Sildenafil. Does anyone want any Sildenafil? Does anyone want a Sildenafil? It's used to treat erectile dysfunction under the brand name Viagra and also treat a form of high blood pressure. Mm. Viagra. So you probably just um, get into it then with Viagra. I've never taken Viagra. Never, had, never needed it because I'm alone and if things don't you know things don't work out and that's for me to work out on my own I think I don't need I don't need Viagra I just work it out my own I work it out myself find different creative ways find creative ways to um, I don't know pep things up a little bit in the bedroom <laughs> no take it out take that out Take that part out. Cut it out. Amazon sells a range of generic drugs through its pharmacy service. Some already cost as little as $1 for 30-day supply, so the benefit for this new program of a customer gets low. Other options like the Mark Cuban cost plus drugs sell generic drugs. I just don't know if that's... uh, November, the company also said it would begin offering Amazon Clinic a messaging service. Now that, now that, I think, is probably worth it. Amazon Clinic. Police, two students killed, man, huh, man hurt in Des Moines shooting. This is in Iowa? Des Moines, Iowa, AP, two teenage students were killed Monday and a man was seriously injured in what police said was a targeted shooting, an alternative education program designed to keep at-risk youth away from trouble. The injured man was identified as the program's founder, a rapper who left a life of gangs and violence has been dedicated to helping youth in Des Moines. Police said Monday that one man had been charged in the shooting and two other people remained in custody. Preston Walls, 18, of Des Moines, was charged with two counts of murder and one count of attempted murder for the shooting at the Starts Right Here program. He was also charged with criminal gang participation. Police said the shooting was the result of an ongoing gang dispute. Police said Walls was on supervised release for a weapons charge and had removed his ankle bone 60 minutes before the shooting. Wow. <clears throat> the incident was definitely targeted. It was not random. There was nothing random about this. Two Des Moines teens, an 18-year-old male and a 16-year-old male were killed. That's too bad. William Holmes, a 49-year-old rapper found pro the stage name Will Keeps, was injured and was in surgery Monday evening. He said Walls and three other victims, and three victims, were at school Monday when Walls entered a common area where Holmes and the two students were. Walls had a 9 millimeter handgun with an extended ammunition magazine in his possession. 
But he said they did not specify if he was displaying the weapon. Holmes tried to escort Walls away from the area, but Walls pulled away, pulled the handgun, and began to shoot both teenage victims. <clears throat> Police said in the statement, Holmes was standing nearby, which... Well... The ammunition and magazine capacity of 31 rounds contained three... Moin, I... Yeah. Hmm. Well, is that all that, that? That is all the news that I have. No. Oh. Well, well, well. You're listening to the Bling Vieira Podcast. Well, I said earlier, don't let me forget about the weather because that's something I'm going to start doing. So here we go, you guys. Weather around the world right now. London, 41. It's 8, 11 p.m. right now in London. London, 41, Paris, 31, Stockholm, 40, Seoul, South Korea, 18, New York, 40, Los Angeles, 67, Seattle, 46, Mumbai, 67, Cape Town, 65, Moscow, 28, Salt Lake City, 31, Phoenix, 58, Phoenix is colder than Los Angeles, which I don't understand that. I understand it. It's because I came from Salt Lake to Phoenix. So, I had a couple things I wanted to to, you know, to discuss, to talk about. And oh, let's drop that again. I'm always dropping stuff now. Dropping stuff, dropping things, breaking things, ruining things, going back in time, messing stuff up, going back to the future, messing more stuff up. Going back here. No, I remember there was this goat that lived here. Yeah, that did live here. And I remember that goat from way back when. I remember hitting that goat with empty empty beer bottles like on the top of the head going ding ding. Like, hey goat. Not hurting it. No, not hitting it. Not trying to break the bottle. Just, they were so, yeah, just, they like it. They kind of put, the, put their little horns up against you. Sometimes they try and freaking hit you with their horns. But that was like all the way back in the day, man. That was a long time ago. It was like two decades ago. I remember it. And then to see it kind of sick lately, and I, I don't know. Uh, it died overnight, and I knew it was going to die. I, I, I mentioned it um, the other night. It must have been Sunday night when it tried to come into the shed. And I was like, yeah, you can stay in here. Like, I didn't realize it was this goat that was trying to come into the shed. I was trying to kick it out. And it was, I was like, oh, this is that old goat. It's like, I was trying to find a place to die, I think. And so I tried to let it stand, and it just started peeing in the shed. And I was like, I can't stand it. Like, I can't let it stay in the shed. And it's going to pee and poop in the shed. Farmer's was like, I like that. So I had to kick it out. And um, I feel kind of bad about that. But, like, you know, what can I do? And so we put some lights out. I'm trying to keep it warm. But, yeah, and that's sort of when I started to break down a little bit because... Like, I remember this goat from a long time, and I could admire the farmer's, like, dedication to try and keep it alive. And I could just tell by the way it was, like, um, making goat sounds. <laughs> it was, like, crying. It was, like, just leave me alone. Like, go. Like, go away. Like, I'm going to die. I could tell by the way it was um, kind of putting its head, trying to rest its head 
in like it was in a, a position of what it's going to die. Uh, if that's a, it, sometimes when a bug will start when a bug will start to die, it'll it'll go on its back and die on its back, right? How does that happen? Who like who freaking knows why why or how? I'm sure someone I'm sure Neil deGrasse Tyson can come up with a nice explanation of why bugs go on their back. True or false, no one's going to care. But that's how I, that's how most bugs die. And I could tell by the way it was like kind of turning its neck, this goat. Um, it doesn't, it was a very uncomfortable position for it to be in. So I could tell like it's basically, this is, this goat's dead here. It's trying, it's just basic. it doesn't have enough energy to keep its head up. It's dying. Um, it's dying. And I, and I have to kind of watch it. And I, I took a couple photos of it which I think was appropriate. The last couple photos that you'll have of that goat, I have it with its eyes open still, but its eyes are kind of rolled back in its head. And I was like, oh man, this goat's going to die. And I'll tell you what really convinced me last night about the death of the goat. Because the farmer asked me, he's like, you think it's going to die? And I said, I think that goat's going to die tonight. I said, that goat is going to die. I think I, I said, it's, hey, farmer guy. I said, I think this goat is trying to die and you need to leave it here. Uh, we can keep it warm, but like I didn't even approach the goat. I kept a pretty good distance, but that goat still went, still cried. It cried out, and I, I backed up immediately. I was not trying to stress the goat out at all. So I, ba- I was already a distance away. I was a good like 12 feet away from it, kind of instructing the farmer on how to like keep it warm there. And um, I backed away really quick, or like what, what made sense as far as like keeping the goat warm and like, is it? the light too close to the fence and start a fire or something um but it worked to keep it warm and i started just to cry then because i was like this is um it's not it's not the cold it's i think this goat's trying to find a cold place to die and to keep it warm i I thought was i I don't know yeah i don't know die with dignity and a little bit of warmth of, of comfort but at that point i don't know the goat just wanted to be dark and not a warm light and so I started to kind of cry a little bit out here in the field. And because it's not just like a, a, oh, no, the animal's dead and I'm going to cry about it. Like I have issues, emotional issues as it is. So like that's one thing. But I like I have experience with animals and having them die when you don't want them to. And like when you don't expect them to. Um, uh, but that are part of the family and part of you, part of your soul. They They have a little part of it with you and they take it with them. Um, it's difficult to do. And I wouldn't have thought twice about this goat had I not remembered it from all the way back when you see her from a band, trying to start a band and uh, just out there with bandmates with beer bottles and stuff like drinking and like, I don't know, burning porn. I remember we burned porn back there, man. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, well, you know, I, I get weird sometimes. Yeah, we burn like porn videos and porn magazines back there at one point but we chase the goats around too some nights and get really yeah get really drunk and just chase the goats around all night and yeah as freaking 20 something year olds like we freaking were just die die freaking laughing um back there chasing these goats around and even uh creating this little wooden shed out of like just i don't know like a little toy house and stuff that these goats had to play in um yeah it's called like goat prison 
we get all these goats rounded up in goat prison. And then we let them all loose and then just chase them around. <laughs> Back in goat prison, man. Oh, Jesus. Such a, a stupid thing. Oh, my gosh. But the goats, all right, we'll let the goats out now. All right, get him back in go prison and just chase him around the rest of the night. Get him in the prison, get him out of the prison. And I remember doing that to this goat, and it was one of the, like, very, very first original goats that were on this farm. And I could tell when it wasn't eating, and I, I remember it was like, okay, I'm going to not force it to eat, but like, hey, here's some food, eat some food. But it wasn't eating, and I was like, oh, no, this thing's not good. This thing's sick. And I was like, don't force feed? Ah, it just, it gets to me now, because I, just memories of other animals and other pets and other loved ones that you know better, and you wish you could go back in time and just change things and do something different and make it better and do something different, damn it. Do something more and just try and do something different. And so this morning, anyways, yeah, I woke up and I, I just like, I didn't see the farmer where he usually is. And I was like, I, that goat died. I was like, he's probably out. I was like, I should have woke up to help him bury that goat, but maybe not. Maybe it's something he needed to do on his own and more uh, cathartic that way. Or I'm not sure, but right when I um, woke up and looked for him, I didn't see him. I knew, I knew immediately. You tell with the cat's reaction. Uh, in the place, the house, the cat's reaction, I was like, that goat's dead. And then uh, that's what, yeah, the farmer's wife's like, yeah, he's out there bearing the goat. And I was like, yeah, damn it. Like, yeah, damn it. But uh, yeah, the thing that really tipped me off to whether or not this goat was going to die was uh, there was a vulture in one of the trees close by. And that's when I knew for sure. Um, that's when it like, dawned on me. I was, like, I was like, oh, there's that freaking weird sounding bird that screeching bird somewhere in the leaves close by and i was like oh it can hear the sound of it it can sense the death it can sense it's close by and it's here to scavenge it's here to be the first one and i'm just like damn dude like nature like i knew right then i was like this goat's going to die tonight it's gonna happen tonight and it told the farmer until about the vulture until this morning but yeah i knew last night i was like this thing like yeah farmer you this thing's i think it's trying to die there's nothing you can do because he, he's like i got some penicillin i can go give it a penicillin shot and i was just like i think it's done with that man i think it's it's an old goat and he didn't even remember how old he doesn't he's like is this one of the ones from i was like yeah man this is way back when i remember this is the first one you got practically and it, it was the first one i'm pretty sure I think that was the first goat that he got. My goodness. And so now it's dead. And now it's dead overnight. And I remember it. And I was here to see its death. And I swear, if that cat dies, and that cat's not looking good either. And by the cat's reaction this morning, I could tell that that goat had died. So I, I don't know. There's a there's a, a sim, symbiotic even, um, you know, I say it all the time, a biorhythm in life and, Sometimes you can connect with it, and sometimes you can't. And I think I have a connection sometimes, and I can kind of tell. And um, I hate it. So I hate the 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 suffering of animals, not uh, the slaughtering of animals, really, but the suffering of animals. It's the worst for me to be next to it, to try and like make sense of it, to try and rationalize it. 
um, I don't know if it's just some sort of like um, oozing pain that um, um, emanates from them that I can uh, that I start to absorb or I, I mean I I can't tell you anything new agey or um, yeah uh, practical yeah it just gets me just affects me anyway thanks so much for listening you guys tell all your friends i'm gonna be riding that freaking bike around freaking green farms green farms my favorite place the the best place to go in in mesa in arizona freaking green farms go to green farms like to yeah for all everything that ails you whatever ails you go to green farms east mesa because that's where i'm gonna go and they got some pretty good deals uh, at certain times of the day so Thanks so much for listening. Remember to tell your friends you guys are close. Later.